Papers Read on AI, with Rob, keeping you up to date with the latest research. This reading is brought to you by Mars Race, Stake a Claim on the Red Planet, available on Android and iOS. The Definition of Continual Reinforcement Learning Authored 2023 by David Abel, Andre Barreto, Benjamin Van Roy, Doina Precup, H.V. Hasselt, Satinder Singh. In this paper we develop a foundation for continual reinforcement learning. 1. Introduction. In the challenge of reinforcement learning, Sutton states, part of the appeal of reinforcement learning is that it is in a sense the whole AI problem in a microcosm, reference 35. Indeed, the problem facing an agent that learns to make better decisions from experience is at the heart of AI. Yet, when we study the reinforcement learning, RL, problem, it is typical to restrict our focus in a number of ways. For instance, we often suppose that a complete description of the state of the environment is available to the agent, or that the interaction stream is subdivided into episodes. Beyond these standard restrictions, however, there is another significant assumption that constrains the usual framing of RL. We tend to concentrate on agents that learn to solve problems, rather than agents that learn forever. For example, consider an agent learning to play Go. Once the agent has discovered how to master the game, the task is complete, and the agent's learning can stop. This view of learning is often embedded in the standard formulation of RL, in which an agent interacts with a Markovian environment with the goal of efficiently identifying an optimal behavior, at which point learning can cease. But what if this is not the best way to model the RL problem? That is, instead of viewing learning as finding a solution, we can instead think of it as endless adaptation. This suggests the study of the continual reinforcement learning, CRL, problem, reference 30, 31, 33, 15, as first explored in the thesis by Ring, reference 29, with close ties to supervised never-ending, reference 24, 26, and continual learning, reference 30, 31, 34, 25, 32, 12, 18, 28, 3. Despite the prominence of CRL, the community lacks a clean, general definition of this problem. It is critical to develop such a definition to promote research on CRL from a clear conceptual foundation, and to guide us in understanding and designing continual learning agents. To these ends, this paper is dedicated to carefully defining the CRL problem. Our definition is summarized as follows. The CRL problem, informal, and RL problem is an instance of CRL if the best agents never stop learning. The core of our definition is framed around two new insights that formalize the notion of agents that never stop learning. I. We can understand every agent as implicitly searching over a set of behaviors, theorem 3.1, and E. Every agent will either continue this search forever, or eventually stop, remark 3.2. We make these two insights rigorous through a pair of operators on agents that we call the generates and reaches operators. Using these tools, we then define CRL as any instance of the RL problem in which all of the best agents never stop their implicit search. We provide two motivating examples of CRL, illustrating that traditional multitask RL and continual supervised learning are special cases of our definition. We further identify necessary properties of both CRL, theorem 5.1, and the new operators, theorem C2, theorem C25. Collectively, these definitions, insights, and results formalize many intuitive concepts at the heart of continual learning, and open new research pathways surrounding continual learning agents. 2. Preliminaries. We first introduce key concepts and notation. Our conventions are inspired by Ring, reference 29, the recent work by Dong et al., reference 9, and Liu et al., reference 19, as well as General RL, reference 13, 
14, 16, 17, 23. Notation. We let capital calligraphic letters denote sets, lowercase letters denote constants and functions, italic capital letters denote random variables, and blackboard capitals denote the natural and real numbers, n, r, n0 equals n union, 0. Additionally, we let delta denote the probability simplex over the set. That is, the function times right pointing arrow delta expresses a probability mass function over for each element of an element of. Lastly, we use not to denote logical negation, and we use for all element of and there is element of to express the universal and existential quantifiers over a set. 2.1 Agents in environments We begin by defining environments, agents, and related artifacts. Definition 2.1 An agent environment interface is a pair of countable sets and we refer to elements of his actions, denoted, and elements of his observations, denoted. We assume, is greater than or equal to 2 in, is greater than or equal to 1, but otherwise the sets may be arbitrary. Definition 2.2 The histories with respect to interface are the set of sequences of action observation pairs. Histories define the possible interactions between an agent and an environment that share an interface. We refer to an individual element of H as a history, denoted H, and we let HH express the history resulting from the concatenation of any two histories H, H, element of H. Furthermore, the set of histories of length element of N0 is defined as H equals, times, and we use H element of H to refer to a history containing action observation pairs, H equals 0, 1. Minus 1, with H0 equals empty set the empty history. An environment is then a function that produces observations given a history. Definition 2.3. An environment with respect to interface is a function. H times right pointing arrow delta. This model of environments is general in that it can capture Markovian environments such as Markov decision processes, MDPs, Puterman, 2014, and partially observable MDPs, Cassandra et al., 1994, as well as both episodic and non-episodic settings. We next define an agent as follows. Definition 2.4. An agent with respect to interface is a function, h right pointing arrow delta. We let lambda denote the set of all agents, and lambda subset equal lambda denote any non-empty subset of lambda. This treatment of an agent captures the mathematical way experience gives rise to behavior. This is in contrast to a mechanistic account of an agent as proposed by Dong et al. Reference 9, and Sutton, reference 37. 2.2 Realizable histories We will be especially interested in the histories that occur with non-zero probability as a result of the interaction between a particular agent and environment. Definition 2.5 The realizable histories of a given pair define the set of histories of any length that can occur with non-zero probability from the interaction of and, lastly, given a realizable history h, we will refer to the realizable history suffixes h, which, when concatenated with h, produce a realizable history hh, element of h. When clear from context, we abbreviate H, toe, and H, H toe, where H, and are obscured for brevity. 2.3 Reward, Performance, and the RL problem supported by the arguments of Bowling et al. Reference 4. We assume that all of the relevant goals or purposes of an agent are captured by a deterministic reward function, in line with the reward hypothesis, reference 36. Definition 2.7. We call. Times right pointing arrow are a reward function. We remain agnostic to how the reward function is implemented. It could be a function inside of the agent, or the reward function's output could be a special scalar in each observation. Such commitments do not impact our framing. When we refer to an environment we will implicitly mean that a reward function has been selected as well. We remain agnostic to how reward is aggregated to determine performance, and instead adopt the function defined as follows. 
Definition 2.8. The performance, h times lambda times e right pointing arrow, v min, v max, is a bounded function for fixed constants versus min, v max element of r where e, equals h, denotes expectation over the stochastic process induced by and following history h. Or, we might consider performance based on the expected discounted reward, h, equals e, 0 plus 1 plus, equals h, where element of, 0, 1, is a discount factor. The above components give rise to a simple definition of the RL problem. This captures the RL problem facing an agent designer that would like to identify an optimal agent, asterisk operator element of lambda asterisk operator, with respect to the performance, among the available agents, lambda, in a particular environment. Three agent operators. Generates and reaches we next introduce two new insights about agents, and the operators that formalize them. 1. Theorem 3.1. Every agent can be understood as searching over a set of behaviors. 2. Remark 3.2. Every agent will either continue their search forever, or eventually settle on a choice of behavior. We make these insights precise by introducing a pair of operators on agents. 1. Any set of agents generates, definition 3.4, another set of agents, and 2. A given agent reaches, definition 3.5, an agent set. Together, These operators enable us to define learning as the implicit search process captured by the first insight, and continual learning as the process of continuing this search indefinitely. 3.1 Operator 1. An agent basis generates an agent set. The first operator is based on two complementary intuitions. From the first perspective, an agent can be understood as implicitly searching over a space of behaviors. For instance, in an MDP, agents can be interpreted as searching over the space of policies. It turns out this insight can be extended to any agent in any environment. The second complementary intuition notes that, as agent designers, we often first identify the behaviors we would like an agent to search over. Then, it is natural to design agents that search through this space of behaviors. For instance, we might be interested in all behaviors representable by a neural network of a certain size and architecture. When we design agents, we then consider all agents, choices of loss function, optimizer, memory, and so on, that search through the space of assignments of weights to this particular neural network using standard methods like stochastic gradient descent. We codify these intuitions in the following definitions. Definition 3.1. An agent basis, lambda b subset of lambda, is any non-empty subset of lambda. Notice that an agent basis is a choice of agent set, lambda. We explicitly call out a basis with distinct notation, lambda b, as it serves an important role in the discussion that follows. For example, we next introduce learning rules as functions that switch between elements of an agent basis for each history. Definition 3.2. A learning rule over an agent basis lambda b is a function, h right pointing arrow lambda b, that selects a base agent for each history. We let sigma denote the set of all learning rules over lambda b, and let sigma subset equal sigma denote any non-empty subset of sigma. A learning rule is a mechanism for switching between base behaviors following each experience. We use h, h, to refer to the action distribution selected by the agent equals h, at any history h. Now, using the generates operator, we revisit and formalize the central insight of this section. Every agent can be understood as searching over a space of behaviors. We take this implicit search process to be the behavioral signature of learning. Theorem 3.1. For any agent environment pair, there exists infinitely many choices of a basis, lambda b, such that both, 1, not an element lambda b, and, 2, lambda b provable from. Due to space constraints, all proofs are deferred to appendix b. We require that not an element lambda b to ensure that the relevant bases are non-trivial generators of. This theorem tells us that no matter the choice of agent or environment, 
we can view the agent as a series of history condition switches between basis elements. In this sense, we can understand the agent as if one it were carrying out a search over the elements of some lambda b. 3.2 operator 2. An agent reaches a basis. Our second operator reflects properties of an agent's limiting behavior in relation to a basis. Given an agent in a basis that the agent searches through, what happens to the agent's search process in the limit? Does the agent keep switching between elements of the basis, or does it eventually stop? For example, in an MDP, many agents of interest eventually stop their search on a choice of a fixed policy. We formally define this notion in terms of an agent reaching a basis according to two modalities. An agent, I, sometimes, or, E, never reaches a basis. That is, for at least one history that is realizable by the pair, there is some basis behavior, B, that produces the same action distribution as forever after. By contrast, we say an agent never reaches a basis just when it never becomes equivalent to a base agent. Definition 3.6. We say agent element of lambda never reaches lambda B in denoted rightward squiggle arrow, lambda B, IFF not, rightward squiggle arrow lambda B. In appendix B, we further define the always reaches operator, a special case of sometimes reaches, but as it is not critical to the discussion that follows, we defer its introduction until later. The reaches operators formalize the insight that, since every agent can be interpreted as if it were searching over a basis, every agent will either, one, sometimes, or, two, never stop this search. We can now plainly state this fact as follows. Remark 3.2. For any agent environment pair, and any choice of basis lambda b such that lambda b provable from, exactly one of the following two properties must be satisfied. Thus, by theorem 3.1, every agent can be thought of as implicitly searching over a set of behaviors, and by remark 3.2, every agent will either, one, sometimes, or, two, never stop this search. We take this implicit search process to be the signature of learning, and will later exploit this perspective to define a continual learning agent, definition 4.1, as one that continues its search forever. Our analysis in section 5 further elucidates basic properties of both the generates and reaches operators, and figure 1, b, visualizes the set relations that emerge between a basis lambda b and an agent set lambda it generates through the reaches operator. We summarize all definitions and notation in a table in appendix a considerations on the operators. Naturally, we can design many variations of both provable from and rightward squiggle arrow. For instance, we might be interested in a variant of reaches in which an agent becomes close under an appropriate metric to any of the basis elements, rather than require exact behavioral equivalence. Concretely, we highlight four axes of variation that modify the definitions of the operators. We state these varieties for reaches, that similar modifications can be made to the generates operator, 2, 1. Realizability. An agent reaches a basis, I, in all histories, and thus, all environments, or, E, in the histories realizable by a given, pair. 2. History length. An agent reaches a basis over, I, infinite or, E, finite length histories. 3. In probability. An agent reaches a basis, I, with probability 1, or, E, with high probability. 4. Similarity or equality. An agent reaches a basis by becoming, I, sufficiently similar to a base agent, or, E, equivalent to a base agent. Rather than define all of these variations precisely for both operators, we acknowledge their existence, and simply note that the formal definitions of these variants follow naturally. For continual reinforcement learning we now provide a precise definition of CRL. The definition formalizes the intuition that CRL captures settings in which the best agents do not converge, they continue their implicit search over a basis indefinitely. 4.1 Definition Continual RL To introduce our definition of CRL, we first define continual learning agents using the never-reaches operator. 
Definition 4.1. An agent is a continual learning agent in relative to lambda b if and only if rightward squiggle arrow, lambda b. This means that an agent is a continual learning agent in an environment relative to a basis lambda b when its search over the base behaviors continues forever. Notice that such an agent might be considered a continual learner with respect to one basis but not another. It depends on the choice of basis. We explore this fact more in section 5. By similar reasoning, we might understand an agent as convergent relative to a basis when it always reaches that basis. Then, using these tools, we formally define the CRL problem as follows. Definition 4.2. Consider an RL problem, lambda. Let lambda b subset of lambda be a basis such that lambda b provable from lambda, and let lambda asterisk operator equals arg max element of lambda. We say, lambda, lambda b, defines a CRL problem if for all asterisk operator element of lambda asterisk operator asterisk operator rightward squiggle arrow, lambda b. Said differently, an RL problem is an instance of CRL if all of the best agents are continual learning agents relative to basis lambda b. This problem encourages a significant departure from how we tend to think about designing agents, given a basis, rather than try to build agents that can solve problems by identifying a fixed high-quality element of the basis, we would like to design agents that continue to update their behavior indefinitely in light of their experience. 4.2. CRL examples. We next detail two examples of CRL to provide further intuition. Q learning in switching MDPs. First we consider a simple instance of CRL based on the standard multitask view of MDPs. In this setting, the agent repeatedly samples an MDP to interact with from a fixed but unknown distribution. Reference 38, 6, 2. In particular, we make use of the switching MDP environment from Lucatina et al. Reference 20. The switching MDP environment consists of a collection of underlying MDPs, 1, 2, with a shared action space and state space. We refer to this state space using observations, element of. The environment has a fixed constant positive probability of 0.001 to switch the underlying MDP, which yields different transition and reward functions until the next switch. The agent can only observe each environment state element of, which does not reveal the identity of the currently active MDP. The rewards of each underlying MDP are structured so that each MDP has a unique optimal policy. We assume is defined as the average reward, and the agent basis is the set of greedy policies, for fixed equals 0.15. That is, the basis contains every policy that, for each state, chooses a fixed action with probability 0.85 and with the remaining 0.15 chooses uniformly at random among all actions. Consequently, the set of agents we generate, lambda b provable from lambda, consists of all agents that switch between these greedy policies. Now that the components, lambda, lambda b, have been defined, we can see that this is indeed an instance of CRL. None of the base agents can be optimal, as the moment that the environment switches between its underlying MDP, we know that any previously optimal memoryless policy will no longer be optimal in the next MDP following the switch. Therefore, any agent that converges to the basis lambda b cannot be optimal either for the same reason. We conclude that all optimal agents in lambda are continual learning agents relative to the basis lambda b. They each continuously change their base behavior. We present a visual of this domain in figure 2, a, and conduct a simple experiment contrasting the performance of greedy continual Q learning, orange, that uses a constant step size of equals 0.1, with a convergent Q learning, pink, that anneals its step size over time to zero. Both use equals 0.15, and we set the number of underlying MDPs to equals 10. We present the mean episodic reward with 95% confidence intervals, averaged over 250 runs, in figure 2, b. 
since both variants of Q-learning can be viewed as searching over lambda b, the annealing variant, pink, that stops its search will underperform compared to the continual approach, orange. These results support the unsurprising conclusion that it is better to track than converge in this setting. Continual supervised learning. Second, we illustrate the breadth of our CRL definition by showing how it can capture continual supervised learning. We adopt the problem setting studied by Maya et al. Reference 22. Let denote a set of objects to be labeled, each belonging to one of element of n classes. The observation space consists of pairs, equals, where element of an element of, where each is an input and is the label for the previous input minus one. That is, equals times. We assume by convention that the initial label zero is irrelevant and can be ignored. The agent will observe a sequence of object label pairs, zero, zero, one, one, and the action space is a choice of label, equals one, where, equals. The reward for each history H is plus one if the agent's most recently predicted label is correct for the previous input, and minus one otherwise, concretely, the continual learning setting studied by Maya et al. Reference 22. Supposes the learner will receive samples from a sequence of probability distributions, 0, 1, each supported over times. The element of times pairs experienced by the learner are determined by the sequence of distributions. This can be easily captured by our formalism by appropriately defining an environment, definition 2.3, whose conditional distributions, plus 1, h, match the sequence of distributions 0, 1. To see this, Note that the choice of distribution can itself be formalized as a function of history, h right pointing arrow delta, times. Now, is this an instance of CRL? To answer this question precisely, we need to select a, lambda, lambda b, pair. We adopt the basis lambda b equals, b. Rightwards arrow from bar right pointing arrow, for all element of, where each basis element maps all observations onto a fixed label. By the universal set of learning rules sigma, this basis generates all possible classifiers over the histories, 0, 0, 1, 1. Now, our definition says the above is an instance of CRL if every optimal agent endlessly switches between classifiers, rather than adopt a fixed classifier. Consequently, if there is an optimal classifier in lambda b, then this will not be an instance of CRL. If, however, the environment imposes enough distributional shift, changing labels, adding mass to new elements, and so on, then the only optimal agents will be those that always switch among the base classifiers, in which case the setting is an instance of CRL. 5. Properties of CRL. Our formalism is intended to be a jumping-off point for new lines of thinking around agents and continual learning. We defer much of our analysis and proofs to the appendix, and here focus on highlighting necessary properties of CRL. Theorem 5.1. Every instance of CRL, lambda, lambda b, necessarily satisfies the following properties. 1. There exists a lambda, b such that, 1, lambda, b provable from lambda, and 2, lambda, lambda, b, is not an instance of CRL. 2, lambda b is not a superset of lambda, 3, lambda subset of lambda, 4, if lambda is finite, there exists an agent set, lambda hollow bullet, such that, lambda hollow bullet, less than, lambda, and lambda hollow bullet provable from lambda, 5, if lambda is infinite, there exists an agent set, lambda hollow bullet, such that lambda hollow bullet subset of lambda and lambda hollow bullet provable from lambda. This theorem tells us several things. The first point of the theorem has peculiar implications. We see that as we change a single element, the basis lambda b, of the tuple, lambda b, lambda, the resulting problem can change from CRL to not CRL. By similar reasoning, an agent that is said to be a continual learning agent according to definition 4.1 may not be a continual learner with respect to some other basis. 
We discuss this point further in the next paragraph. Next, by point, 2. We know that lambda b is not a superset of lambda. Motivated by this, we tend to think of lambda b as a proper subset of lambda, and thus our definition and visual in figure 1, b, suppose lambda b subset of lambda. However, it is worth noting that there might be stylized settings where it is useful to consider the case that lambda b intersects with, but is not a subset of, lambda. Point, 3. Shows that, in CRL, the space of agents we are interested in designing cannot be the set of all agents. These agents might be limited as a result of a restricted computational or memory budget, or by making use of a constrained set of learning rules. This gives an initial connection between bounded agents and the nature of continual learning. We explore this connection further in Appendix C points, 4, and, 5, show that lambda cannot be minimal. That is, there are necessarily some redundancies in the design space of the agents in CRL. This is expected, since we are always focusing on agents that search over the same set of basis behaviors. While these five points give an initial character of the CRL problem, we note that further exploration of the properties of CRL is an important direction for future work. Canonical agent basis. It is worth pausing and reflecting on the concept of an agent basis. As presented, the basis is an arbitrary choice of a set of agents, consequently, point, one, of theorem five. The first of may stand out as peculiar. From this point, it is reasonable to ask if the fact that our definition of CRL is basis-dependent renders it vacuous. We argue that this is not the case for two reasons. First, we conjecture that any definition of continual learning that involves concepts like learning and convergence will have to sit on top of some reference object whose choice is arbitrary. Second, and more important, even though the mathematical construction allows for an easy change of basis, in practice the choice of basis is constrained by considerations like the availability of computational resources. It is often the case that the domain or problem of interest provides obvious choices of basis, or imposes constraints that force us as designers to restrict attention to a space of plausible basis. For example, as discussed earlier, a choice of neural network architecture might comprise a basis, any assignment of weights is an element of the basis, and the learning rule is a mechanism for updating the active element of the basis, the parameters, in light of experience. In this case, the number of parameters of the network is constrained by what we can actually build. Further, we can think of the learning rule as something like stochastic gradient descent, rather than a rule that can search through the basis in an unconstrained way. In this sense, the basis is not arbitrary. We as designers choose a class of functions to act as the relevant representations of behavior, often limited by resource constraints on memory or compute. Then, we use specific learning rules that have been carefully designed to react to experience in a desirable way. For instance, stochastic gradient descent updates the current choice of basis in the direction that would most improve performance. For these reasons, the choice of basis is not arbitrary but instead reflects the ingredients involved in the design of agents as well as the constraints necessarily imposed by the environment. 6. Discussion. In this paper, we carefully develop a simple mathematical definition of the continual RL problem. We take this problem to be of central importance to AI as a field, and hope that the conceptual basis we provide can serve as an opportunity to think about CRL and its related artifacts more carefully. Our proposal is framed around two fundamental insights about agents every agent can be understood as though it were searching over a space of behaviors, theorem 3.1, and, e, every agent, in the limit, will either sometimes or never stop this search, remark 3.2. These two insights are formalized through the generators and reaches operators, which provide a rich toolkit for understanding agents in a new way. For example, we find straightforward definitions of a continual learning agent, definition 4.1, and learning rules, definition 3.2. 
we anticipate that further study of families of learning of rules can directly inform the design of new learning algorithms. For instance, we might characterize the family of continual learning rules that are guaranteed to yield continual learning agents, and use this to guide the design of principled continual learning agents, in the spirit of continual backprop by Doher et al. Reference 8. In future work, we intend to further explore connections between our formalism of continual learning and some of the phenomena at the heart of recent empirical continual learning studies, such as plasticity loss, reference 21, 1, in context learning, reference 5, and catastrophic forgetting, reference 10. More generally, we hope that our definitions, analysis, and perspectives can help the community to think about continual reinforcement learning in a new light. Acknowledgements. The authors are grateful to Michael Bowling, Claire Lyle, Georgios Pelioras, and Razvan Pascanu for comments on a draft of the paper, as well as Elliot Catt, Will Dabney, Sebastian Flennerhag, Stephen Hansen, Anna Haratunian, Joe Marino, Joseph Madale, Remy Munoz, Brendan O'Donoghue, Matt Overland, Mark Rowland, Tom Scholl, Yannick Schroker, Yunhao Teng, Shantanu Thakur, Jung Wen, and all of the 2023 Barbados RL workshop participants for inspirational conversations. Thanks for listening to this reading. For the entire paper and more, check out our homepage, papersread.ai.